0: Welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old-school grind with that new-school mind. What is up, fam? I'm your host, Amar, and before we get started, please make sure you hit on that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out. Now, with that being said, I am excited to have these two visionaries on uh, this podcast. First off, Carlos and Andrew had a vision with uh, Brent as well. He's not here on this podcast, but they had a vision, and months later, it came into reality. And what they're doing right now is so powerful that I had to bring them on the podcast to share because nine times out of 10, I always have people that ask me, Amar, where you have any opportunities, any type of investments? What's going on? What is it that I need to do? I need to know something. And I said, you know what? Let me reach out to my boys over here and bring them on the call and share everything that's been going on. So... Andrew and Carlos, welcome to the Leader's Life podcast, my friends. Thank you, Amar. It's a
1: pleasure to, uh, pleasure to be on.
0: Pleasure to be here. Love yeah, the energy. Well, let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right. So we're not going to waste any time. I just want to jump right into this. So before even we jump into this, Andrew, can you just kind of give the listeners kind of a an idea of what? We're about to listen to and what we kind of got going on, and what this vision that you had is now a reality, and it's just the beginning, and it's blowing up.
1: Yeah. Um. Without diving like full into the story, um, myself, Carlos, and and our other partner have gone back, um, for many years of uh, just relationship and. Uh, knowing each other, working alongside each other, and different business, uh, multiple business capacities, um, and more important than that, just having a strong relationship and uh, you know being brothers to each other. Um, we've traveled the world, probably been to ten to twenty different countries together, um, and all around that time, for like the past decade, you know, every time we stepped on on foot in another country or another resort. There's also always this like lingering back end feeling of like, hey, we we need to like own some of these one day. We should build some of these. Um, You know, I know personally I've always had like a big desire. Like one of my senses of purpose in the world has been to like help. Uh, the, the shift in, in consciousness on the planet and transform, like transformation and healing for people. Um, and what I realize is there's like a strong desire for that, but there's not necessarily a lot of places that can host that experience and host that container. And so, you know, um, we've noticed that like more and more for the world, like you saw it during COVID, um, people have, it, it's just this weird dynamic right now between community Um, where people now crave community more than ever. And there's also like less community than ever before. Meaning like a lot of times for many years, we've had you know religious institutions that bring a sense of community to people together. You have neighborhoods, families that are more connected and have a sense of community, all these different societal structures. And a lot of those have kind of like fizzled away a little bit in recent years. They're not as strong components. Um, People have been isolated into their homes. Um, At the same time, you have things like Facebook groups where people that like to rollerblade can be connected with every rollerblader in Florida. And there's also all these new communities popping up, but a lot of them exist virtually and they still wanna have space to go and, and congregate. So there's this, this really growing demand for events uh, creation in the world and just places that are built with a different uh, mindset, which is kind of like the other piece that we we realized in, in kind of building this project um, called Kabulum, um, is that like most real estate, is built with one intention which is just profit and doors and cash flow which is great i'm all about capitalism it's what has built the entire planet like so much of what we uh experience today would not be around without capitalism and it is what like if things don't make money they don't continue to happen and grow Right. Um, so you usually see like, hey, real estate for profit or real estate for philanthropy. Um, and they're realizing that there's a, hey, a model in between where something could be highly, highly profitable. Um, and it also can create an impact in the world and uh, uh, service like the environment that's around it. Um, building something that was in harmony with the nature around it was really important to us, too. You know, so most projects, if I go around in Miami, it's just like brick and mortar everywhere. It's just like, Hey, tear down the nature, tear it out the lots, you know, flatten it and out. And then let's build something. And maybe we can add some plants even afterwards versus saying like, how do we build something in harmony with nature? How do we like literally build around the nature that's already there? And like, what I think people feel as soon as or realize, as soon as they step foot on our property at Kabaloom is that like, There's this energy and experience that is more beautiful than almost anything you've ever seen before, because it wasn't like like the natural design of the world is much more beautiful, in my opinion, than a lot of whatever man can create. And so if we're building in harmony with the nature, there's a beauty and elegance that's there that you just don't see at other places because of the way that it's built. And so that's kind of like, this is the overall vision of how this all came to be. And, and then we created what is known as uh, a Loom, which is a, a, a Mayan name. It stands for uh, Earth's origin or Earth's uh, uh, beginning stories. And so Loom is like the master brand of the portfolio of uh, projects that we want to build and uh, Kaba. It means origin or beginning, so this is like the origin and beginning story, and this is the, the first resort that we've been able to uh, build and set up, and uh, is will be the first of a series of uh, 30 to 40 of these that we want to build in different pockets around the world to give people that, that signature experience and give people, no matter where they are in the world or where they want to go, an amazing space to experience land um, have amazing world class amenities and uh, like a five star experience, and then also have enough space to be able to congregate groups of 30, 50, 100 people to run epic
0: events, whatever that is that they might want to run. Awesome. I love, love, love that description in detail. Thank you very much, uh, Andrew. So, Carlos, I got to ask you now, Cabalum events. You and I have been to a few events, you know, besides this. Why would Amar and his group want to throw an event in Kabaloom when you have millions of other event sites. You have, you know, things that are going on. People promote, but why Kabaloom?
2: Yeah, for sure. I think there's many reasons why Kabaloom. I think if you've ever run an event, there, there are a lot of logistics that have to happen. Number one, it's confusing enough just to create the experience for your people and having to coordinate food and having to coordinate travel and then having to coordinate where everyone's staying and then finding a place where everyone can stay and then get there on time. So what we did was we created a space where everyone can stay on site, on property. We can we can sleep 20 to 30 people comfortably. And we have all the concierge amenities right there. Transportation to and from the airport. We're located around all the local cenotes, all of the Beautiful experiences. If you want to go into the Mayan jungle, if you want to go ATVing, you want to go swimming with turtles, you have that ability. We have three different places where you can coordinate and like host your event. We have four rooftops where you can just during the morning, do like your morning embodiment and stretching. And when you see the sunrise over the canopies, you know, when it gets a little bit hotter, you can go in the AC. We have an awesome ether lounge that has a tree growing through it. So you'll see what Andrew was talking about. HDTV, we have whiteboards, and then into the evening, you can go back upstairs into the plop, or we have full restaurant, full bar, tables where you can sit, and it just creates a full-on experience where you don't have to leave, you don't have to go anywhere, and that's typically one of the hardest things, and if you're an event host, and you are planning on doing something like that, all you have to worry about is your content, you don't have to worry about the logistics, you don't have to worry about um, all those other things headaches that come with putting on an event. So that's what I'd say. And then also it's just beautiful and it's tranquil. You know, we have no neighbors, zero light pollution, no noise pollution, and you really have the full experience of privacy. That's right there. And Andrew, please, I want
0: to hear what your take on it. When you said full experience of privacy, that was my first take when I saw the images and views. But did you want to add to that, Andrew? Yeah. I think just to Carlos's point, like the,
1: um, I I actually ran an event in Tulum, Mexico last year in or 2000, God, what year is that? 2021 in November. So I I have a a podcast brought down kind of like my community down there, ran an event, wasn't actually in Tulum because we couldn't find space in Tulum. There wasn't actually a lot of event space at all there that could hold 30 people. We had to rent three different Airbnbs. Um, We had to find our own private chef. We had to set excursions. Like it was just like Uh, When you're running an event, especially if you're running, if you're running a corporate retreat, if you're running a yoga retreat, if you're a facilitator, like, you don't want to think about anything other than just leading and being the facilitator, not logistics. And a lot of people are sometimes they're in a position where they have an assistant that does everything for them makes it their life easy. A lot of times they don't, you know? So the fact that you can just have a dedicated team on site where it's like, you don't have to trap like coordinate logistics between three different places, find an event space, find a place to stay. People, everything is like anything you could dream of. We have it. Any service, whether you want massage therapy and facials on site in your rooms whether you you know went out and had the craziest night ever and now you need an IV in your room the next morning, whether you want to have the local indigenous Mayans come and perform a ceremony like nothing you've ever experienced, whether that be an indigenous ceremony, like a cow ceremony, um, a uh, more sacred spiritual ceremony, like anything that you can experience from as far woo and spiritual as we can get to as restorative healing or more of a corporate getaway, like Carlos mentioned, like fiber optic wi-fi some of the best wi-fi in all of mexico um like lg appliances like it's just a space that like any of their needs that they may have they're already there ready and prepared and so it gives the facilitator of an event an ability to put on a really amazing event because they can focus on the people in front of them and not the schedule and the agenda and logistics and balancing 20 other things like that was my experience when i ran ours it was a great event a logistical nightmare, especially in another country where you don't have as many, like, you don't know is what is what is going on. So
0: it just provides that great experience for people that want to uh, create it. Now, I, I, once again, love that answer because uh, I love that, love that vision as well, because I've been to events with what you're talking about, where it's just like, oh, wow, like you're worrying about 37 other things, but the actual why the people are coming to the event and the content. So you nailed it right there. And I do know as well is, that you know, a lot of these listeners do have reached out to me, even hey, I want to have an event, I want to do something, you know, powerful, I want to do something private. And I feel like, you know, K- Kabaloom has it all right there when it comes down to the space, comes down to the intimacy, because I feel like that word is the word that you guys did not drop, but I'm gonna drop that word, intimacy and how right. important it is. When you are traveling and you don't have to worry about a rental car, you got a shuttle picking you up in the airport, and you get over there and you got a shuttle. And you want to go to the beach, or you just said right there, contact have somebody with IV over there. That like a lot. Like my wife and I go to Mexico like every year, and pretty much what you're you're offering the same excursions that we get to get on the resorts. Is that what you're pretty much saying? <laughs>
1: Yeah, all that stuff we have on-site offerings too, you know, there, and it's all like built out concierge too. I think that the privacy and the intimacy element is huge, especially in Tulum. Like Tulum is one of my uh, favorite places in the world, which is, you know, one of the reasons why we we, we built the property there. But um, Tulum is very lively. Uh, it is a music and entertainment uh, capital of uh, one of the biggest capitals in the world. Like the, the music lineup there is absolutely ridiculous. And... With that, a lot of people come to Tulum for like a rejuvenative experience. It's not necessarily what you always get when you have like people partying till 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning at the condo right next to you uh, and then construction starting at the uh, place right next to you uh, in the morning at 8 a.m. It's like not always ex- people come there for that and they don't always get that. And so like that's why we built it. People when we first built it, they're like, wait a second, you're building it away from like the downtown area. And it's like, yeah. Um, part of that is because one, we have the city plans for the next 10 years and so we know how it's going to be uh, developed, uh, the whole greater area of Tulum with the airport and the mine train that they're building. So we strategically from a real estate investment point, put it at what will eventually about next five years become the very front entrance of Tulum. So it will be the first thing that you see when you come into Tulum. But right now it's a little bit out of the way, And the purpose is that is that like you have privacy, you have intimacy. If I'm holding a sacred container, I don't necessarily have to worry about people like going out and raging till 5 a.m. in the morning and then showing up to my event the next morning. However, at the same time, that stuff is really exciting and special. And like maybe on the the Saturday night, the celebration night, like you guys can do a night out into town at your event. And it's a 10 minute drive, 15 minute drive with our private drivers and boom, you're there in the experience. And then you can go back to this inclusion, the privacy, the intimacy, the rejuvenation. Um, So you can get like the best of both worlds versus being like stuck in the party uh, the entire time that you're experiencing a Tulum.
0: Yes. 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 Awesome. Great, great info. Now, you said something now because I because we said we talked about the events. Now, I'm going to be very transparent and honest. Um, Car- Carlos and, uh, you know, Brandon, Andrew, I had a conversation with them and they were talking about the real estate investing portion of this, and they brought this up to me when they were in the phase one, and phase one of, of of building this all out. So they had the vision, they had the blueprint, but I was like, yeah, I mean, I've seen too many of these where this doesn't get finished. Like, you know, wh- like what's going on here? But let me tell you something. ended up being very honest and transparent. Everybody asks me, Amar, what do you invest in? Amar, where do you put the money? Stocks, Bitcoin? What's going on? Believe it or not. I invested in Kabaloon. I brought these guys on here because I like to teach what I preach, preach what I teach. And when it comes down to what they just said right there, your real estate investors, these guys actually doing research, going in there, got the plans for the next 10 years. They're about to build an airport in Tulum. Tulum's blown up. I've been there before. But I am an investor in this project. But I was very skeptical in the beginning, because like most investors, you try to think like, hey, where's this money going? What's going on there? Everybody, when you have a chance, we'll have everything in the show notes. You got to see what this place looks like. So with the real estate investors, because I know we're now because we have had a lot of demand with people wanting to invest and get a piece of this pie, because as you said, we're going to develop 30 to 40 of them. So for the people who are always like, Amar, I want to invest in real estate. Amar, I want to put my money somewhere and make sure that I get a big return. Please, 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 please explain to the listeners right now how an awesome of an opportunity it is to try to get into the Kabaloom investment and the other resorts. Yeah, Um the so to start
1: mm-hmm. off, and, and I, I don't want to like assume too much for the audience here. I'm sure a lot of people here you know, might already be a little more seasoned of investors, some people already in real estate, some people not in real estate. So this is both real estate and it's it's like private equity almost because it's mm-hmm. it's not just a piece of real estate, there's a business behind the real estate. So the first is real estate investment. Um if you are reading any of the just published scholars right now on economics in the world real estate's the move right now in 2023. Um, that's where most people are moving. There's a lot of un, uh, instability and just, is the recession over? Has it even started? Like, you know, debates there that's happening. But one thing that's happening with like, hey, a lot of world currency plays and like things that have been very safe assets, potentially not being as safe, whether it's this year or in the near future. Um, one thing that people are confident is like, no matter, even if the, the US dollar changes the world reserve currency, they, a lot of it could change. But your house, that piece of property, that physical building that's right there is still going to be worth something. And ideally, more than likely worth more real estate. As a it will. I will,
0: yeah. I will <laughs> back you up on that more.
1: <laughs> as like, never, there's man. never been depreciating real estate over a 10-year period, right? It always is, is increasing um, and, and value, um, even if it's not um, you know, uh, designed for that purpose, or it's not a um, an equity investment where you're trying to raise it, like it still increases its value. So the good thing about real estate is that um, you're not going to get like private equity type returns where you get all oh, 100x on your investment. But the two things you get from real estate investing is number one is a little bit more safety. It's like putting your money into a bank, because it's inside of a physical asset that is going to hold the value. So if I put $100,000 into real estate, I have a relatively, there's always a risk, right? But a relatively very, very low risk of me losing my initial capital when I invest in real estate. The second thing you get from real estate is cash flow, where it's actually distributing yearly cash flow. So you're holding your asset and you have less risk on the money you're investing, but you're getting distributions off of that. Um, and our deal is set up in a pretty special way especially like one thing about investing is like get in the the right spots like early is because this is the first one out of the 3040 it's set up a little bit more in favor of some of the investors where it has things like number 1 a 10% preferred
0: return which you just stop don't don't downplay that 10% <laughs> return preferred okay return so over <laughs> if i give $100,000 i get $10,000 Every year, every year, yearly, $50,000. And that doesn't doesn't
1: go towards your initial capital. So you're that's flow, which is just profit off of it. The the initial capital that you have is still inside of the investment vehicle.
0: So for somebody right now, and Carlos in layman terms, layman terms, very, very layman terms. Pretend my nine-year-old, almost twins are listening to this in layman's terms. Why is this such a smart investment?
2: Smart investment because you really can't lose. You're going to have a place that you can go hang out at. Number one, bring your family. There's perks. Number two, you're going to have cash flow that you're getting. Number three, you're part of it at the beginning and it's going to continue to blow up. And we, I mean, why did, why did you invest? Cause we, sh- we came to you with plans and you're like, I don't know. And then we showed you, Hey, here's the construction. Wait a second. Hey, here's all the interior design we're picking. Oh, these guys are doing it, and then that's typically how it goes. I talked to a guy that was like, uh, "Yeah, man, I I, my grandpa, you know, like knew the guy that started Nike. You know, was he he had an opportunity to buy shares and he never did. It's like, yep, he's he's talking about that for the rest of his life. So there's not many opportunities where an investor can buy into like a hotel or at the beginning of the process. So that's what comes to mind for me. I think the other thing is that you know with all with the way the world's changing like all this technology and ai and there will be like a displacement one thing that will not change is ai cannot replace experiences and people are going to want more and more real life experiences to go hang out and go take their friends and family to um, the other other piece with this project that is it's not like your typical real estate deal that's like kind of boring you know like there's an ethos behind this there's a greater good behind this Um,
1: family,
2: $20, you know, it's like, (laughs) you know, it's it's kind of boring. So with this, there's, there's a real experiential like component to it. And it's not just, we're not just making money off of hotel revenue with our events model. Um, we're able to really bring in high, high value because people are always going to want like a nice high quality place to, to run a corporate event at. Yeah. Um,
1: two things, or one thing I'll add to that too, is just um, from a risk management standpoint too, something that we don't talk about enough is that um, the, only, the only risk that you can have in real estate investing is if the deal was set up poorly enough and if there was a lack of revenue enough to the degree that that project could no longer service their debt then the bank can come in and steal that asset. And then you don't own anything as an investor, right? Um, that's that's a rare situation, but it did happen a lot in 08 and 09. Happened all up and down the bean road. People lost on real estate investment and deals, right? Um, and so if something happened in the next few years where there was another COVID, maybe not a pandemic, maybe it's a cyber, whatever, but there was a, uh, a situation in the next decade where there was a severe lack of revenue for a lot of traditional real estate projects or hotels or things like that. If it went long enough to where they didn't produce any revenue and they couldn't afford their debt service payments, they can lose the asset. One of the things that for us is that we we because we are in a foreign country, we don't have any debt. So it's a hundred percent equity based, which means like the worst case scenario, which would suck, but if the whole world was like people are losing their assets because they're getting pulled by the banks because they can't make debt payments, our situation would be we didn't. To send as much on returns that year to investors, but there's no risk of losing the asset. People can't lose the cash they put into it as much. Um, obviously, with an asterisk, there's always risk with anything, but it is greatly, greatly mitigated be, uh, because of that too. You know, so they have like a very relatively uh, uh, risk averse investment that is producing a little bit more aggressive on the cash flow sides. And then what Carlos mentioned is like the founder usually GPs like us when they're a GP on a project. If we were building this normally, I would be scaling out my time. AKA like we would have built it. Like we would already be done. We would have built it. Here's construction, raise the capital. It's done. Hire a management company. They do it. They make this percent. We make the next percent for the next seven to 10 years and stop worrying about it or thinking about it. The difference is like, we don't, we're not too concerned about the first product because we're trying to build 30 to 40 of these. So we are heavily heavily in the weeds involved in every element of this because of the long-term goals of like, yeah, we're not too concerned about just making a quick cash flow off the first one. We want to make everything at like beyond this world, because there's a bigger brand that is being built on top of, uh, the real estate. Um, and that is, uh, like I said, without getting into like revenue numbers and things like that. Um, the, the brand one that bring a lot more in revenue than just how many doors we have on the property and how
0: much our ADR average daily rate is, you know, for the hotel. Yeah, man. Great explanation for both of you guys. And I'm going to tell you what I personally loved about it. Um, they have a Mexican attorney, attorney uh, out in, Mexican, uh, in Mexico, they have their attorneys here in the U S they have themselves an awesome uh, tax person out there to help everybody with the K ones out there. They have bookkeeper out there. They have all the soldiers in place for this to be run efficiently uh, efficiently and making sure more than anything like these investments where our money is going in you know where you know where it's being utilized where other investment or real estate investor programs that I've seen previously you don't really get that you just say hey you put x amount of dollars in there we'll let you know when your return is once It reaches a certain amount. It's just very wishy-washy, or not very, very gray, I should say. Let me get very gray, where I love this and why I was like, absolutely. And I've I've invested twice. I mean, I don't talk really openly about my finances, but I've I've invested in two different times in Kabaloom because that's how confident I am on the way that you set up the foundation and having the soldiers in place. I think that's very, very important. So I gotta ask you, Andrew, why did you go that route right away? versus the typical mistakes that most of us do. Because I know like you, we've talked all off- offline. We've talked before previously, we all make mistakes, but this one, you guys are dotting your I's and crossing your T's from the get-go, which I fucking love, by the way.
1: Yeah. Um, hey, Carlos will tell you this. We've known each other for a long time. I'm like very much so, like a go big or go home kind of guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I'm at a blackjack table and I have the option to double down, I'm doubling down, you know? Uh, so like, For me, it's important, like, again, with this first project, we wanted to do things the right way Um, for both our customers that are staying there, like really important for all the investors, because here's the reality is like our vision of building 30 to 40 of these and even making a positive impact in the world if the first one's not a home run, that's not going to happen. If investors aren't making good money, if we're not delivering on our promises on the first one, our reputation is going to be tainted. And that's the most valuable thing that we have, right? So Mm -hmm. the biggest way that we can win is making sure that everyone that's a part of this project from every employee that's on site to every guest that comes on site and to every investor that backs it, that everyone is winning and they're winning big from the very beginning. Uh, Because once we've done that, raising more capital, building more hotels, scaling out what we're doing is, is, is not going to be a problem. And then um, the second piece to that is that like, I think uh, something I've, I've preached for many years of like, uh, even on my podcast is like that That so many entrepreneurs forget, investors, whatever it is, like they don't start with the end in mind, meaning they think about they're at point B and their action plan to get to point C is their action plan to get to point C. And then they get to point C and then they think about the next point there. And if you've ever scaled a business to from, you know, a startup to like, you know, a hundred grand business to a million dollar business to, you know, eight, nine figure business. You realize that like every time you get to new step, there's new growing pains. And the, the, what you use to get from point B to point C will not work to get you to point C to D. So the, the most valuable thing is if you know, like your long-term vision of what you're doing over the next 10 to 20 years and, or where that company, the long-term plan is, and that North star, the North star can change but it helps serve as like an operational standpoint of like how to show up in the current moment and like what needs to happen now, the way that you hire people, the way you train people, the way you build out infrastructure is entirely different when you're focused on a longer term trajectory versus like, what do we need to do next quarter, you know, or what needs to happen next week or next month or this year, or how can we make money on this project? It's like, it just changes your your mindset all entirely from how you do things.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, as I said, even the way that you're talking about it, I'm just so excited that you know I get to witness and uh, you know be a part of this. So yeah, no, that was great information, Carlos. I got to ask you this because once again, you and I are in the same world, and we hear this all the time. I know people personally who invest in real estate, and that is now they're they just every month get a check in the mail. They get a check in the mail. They get a check in the mail. So somebody right now who's like, you know what, I want to have a side hustle, or I want to invest into something, I don't know where to put my money in right now, right? First off, is there a minimum investment required? And secondly, why do you feel right now, Kabaloom is the investment to invest in right now versus stock, Bitcoin and anything? Because I can tell you right now, I lost a shitload of money in Bitcoin. So <laughs> i a kind of little bitter it's about so Bitcoin. So That's why I keep bringing them up. So yeah, so if you don't mind Carlos, can you uh break that down?
2: Yeah, man, I think number 1, I mean there's there's many points we can talk on this for hours, but if I were to say what comes to mind right now is what Andrew was saying, you're you're getting you're investing in an actual asset. So, unless the entire jungle burns down, which isn't happening, we're also sure. protected from the hurricanes because we're in the jungle. <laughs> there's there's all these we also have in, you know, insurance plans on everything. So, Unless unless the asset is wiped off, your your cash is safe, right? The second thing that comes to mind is so you've got you've got you've got the protection there. The second thing is that Mexico right now is not a third world country, right? Mexico is actually very second world. It's actually very similar to the US, just a little bit quicker with certain things. And there's not cases where the government comes in and seizes your property. The cartel, we've been there for 14 months. The cartel still has yet to show up and ask us oh, for really? money.
0: They not, haven't robbed you or taken you? Haven't,
2: no, they haven't shown the up. <laughs> you none none of that's happened. No. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, none of that's happened. And, you know, it's, it's still the, I think it's still the gold rush there. I mean, the reason we're able to promise these numbers and we're delivering with, with these returns is because we built the thing in pesos. But if you've ever been there you're basically paying like you're staying in Miami, you're staying in, in Las Vegas, you're staying in, in a high quality place. So you're getting a high return with a lower investment and a lower risk. And I don't know, everyone has their different ways of how they invest. What I always think about is I'm investing in the team. I'm investing in who's the, who are the people, who are the voices, who are the leaders of this? And if, if what Andrew was sharing earlier didn't show you like, hey, We've got our we got our heads on straight. We're thinking about the long-term play. This is not just a cash flow money grab for us. Um that should give you some confidence and you know we are rolling our sleeves up. We we hand-picked every single thing on that property. Like Andrew himself lived in Tulum for the first 6 months of development. I mean, we're we're an hour flight from there. Every month, one of us was on site for at least five days, making sure that this was set up the right way. So we've done our due diligence, and um, that's that's. I mean, I can keep going, but that's what comes. No, no,
0: now. that's I love that. I love that what you said because you know once again, and that's what that's why. I, If there's something and anything that I want out of anybody who's listening is that I want to invest, but then they get chicken shit. And kind of like you said about, you know, Nike, I hear that a lot. It's just like, I've been that guy, you know, I want to invest, I want to invest, but then I become chicken shit. And once again, I only, you know, I don't, I would never bring anybody on a podcast or talk about anything if I didn't support it myself. And I personally reached out to, to them and said, you know, you guys got to cut on here because this is a value that people don't know about. This is not this is not normal right here where you're getting 10% of your money. And I know, as I said, it's going to fluctuate based on what it is. But I know my bank right now, just to give you a heads up, I get a 09 0.09% return, and you're talking about 10% there. And I just think it's very important for the future because let me share something with you gentlemen that I didn't share that you guys are not aware. Um, a couple of months back, I had to go get cash out of the bank. Mm-hmm. I think I told this to you, Carlos. Uh, I went to go get, get cash out of the bank. Guess what happened, guys? Couldn't get- give it to you. Yeah, they said I had to come back 72 hours later. They didn't have the cash. Every time. They don't have the cash. They don't have any of it.
2: They don't have any of the cash.
0: Plus, so than Two percent, I think, of all the cash circulating, they have in cash at the banks. So that just validated what you guys said. I went there, and they did not have the amount of cash. And told me I got to come back seventy-two hours later to do it to get my money. My money, by the way, I had to
2: order <laughs> so, it. I literally had to like order money. it and get it from all the other banks. And it's, <laughs> it's scary to think about.
0: It is, it is, no, it is scary. And that's why I'm just, I'm so passionate about this project. I, I, I'm, I'm excited about this project. I'm excited for the listeners to kind of check out this project and more than anything, be serious about it. So as we wrap this up, because Andrew brought up, he's got a successful badass podcast. Um, Carlos and I talk on the regular and, you know, and, and just like, as, as they said, like the people involved, like Carlos, Andrew, Brent, um, you know. Andrew, I know you, you're a new, new father over here and here you are hanging out six months in Tulum. So, I mean, when you talk about passion, it's passion right there. So for anything that I just want to make sure that, that we didn't miss, um, can you please uh, bring it up, uh, bring it to light? Because I want to make sure that we're, we're crystal clear about everything that we got offering and what we got going on.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, like I said, you said, from the investment perspective, like <laughs> we didn't even hit on it. Most real estate per- returns aren't doing 10% prepped, which for people that, don't know what that means a preferred return means um that's the first thing that's paid out so after expenses the first people that are paid out as investors uh, to a sum of 10 percent and that means like people like myself and Carlos like we don't make a single dollar on the project off of anything from all this work we put in until investors have been paid 10 percent and then after that, There's another, you still make more. So there's a 20-80 split. So that's when we make our money as the partners behind the project is after the 10% has been paid out, but there's still an additional 20% on top of that from everything. You have the money and the asset. The last piece is that with this project, you actually own the equity in it. Which means that you also get the appra- like the, the increase in equity and appraisal. So a lot of times, usually with real estate, you'd get one of two things. You either get cash flow or you get like um, appraisal value, right? Of like, hey, this asset's gonna go up. It's not gonna produce a lot of cash flow, but it'll be worth a lot more in five or 10 years than it is now. So it's more of like holding it. Um, with this project, you have both, right? You have the preferred returns, but you also have the asset. And to Carlos's point, like, um yeah real estate does grow a lot but it's growing more in mexico by far than it is in the u.s and that's just because here you have value add projects you have buildings that are already built um things that are already like well like there's not as much um cap high as not as high cap rates right there's not as much like uh improvement opportunities in the u.s versus mexico it's like a flat piece of land lower cost to build and the values there like as an example just in tulum a condo now is is selling for like 300 grand the same condo 300 grand us right for like a you know one bedroom two bedroom little condo in in downtown tulum the same unit 5 years ago was selling for 70 80 grand right so we're talking about like 200 300% increase in 5 years in terms of real estate value, like, you know, you get nice numbers in the U.S., but not like that. Um, so, And you have all those elements working at the same time, you know, from the uh, investment side. I then from the event side, like I said, I think just we're always looking for great people to, to partner with and, and work with. Um, people that host corporate retreats, yoga retreats. Ceremonies, um, different b- business uh, mastermind leadership groups, or you just want to have the most badass wedding or bachelor party yes. of your life, like Cobbleums uh, is is a great uh, great spot to be able to to be able to host it at.
0: And something that Andrew and Carlos didn't bring up, but I'll throw it in there that uh, they already sold out March and April. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like they got some. You know, like when I say sold out, I mean it's been be- it's booked. So the investments are being booked. I know there's a few spots available March, but I know April is pretty much uh jam-packed but people are booking and taking advantage of these events as you said right now masterminds corporate events um whether or not i mean a lot of people are talking about uh i hear this a lot like i want to do like an ayahuasca in costa rica but i don't want to go to costa rica so i want to do something similar this environment that you guys have created has that all and i can't emphasize that enough so carlos any last words as we wrap it up baby
2: yeah, I was going to share something small. Like every single person that's come out and every every facilitator that's run an event has immediately inquired about, hey, we want to do two or three of these a year. So it's going to get to a point where we're going to be booked out a year or two in advance.
1: That's what and, I was going to say. I bet by December. Like, by, yeah. by December, Amar, I bet that both all 2024 and 2025, like total is probably close to 70% booked by December this year. So, you know, we just opened like a month or two ago. So it's still getting off the ground running. We're like a month or two booked out, but like most of them are going to be booked out with private events. Um, and, and those are starting to roll in more and more by the day. Um, I think
0: But this is why I love these guys. I'm going to cut them off right here. They didn't even bring that up. This isn't even like a sales thing. Like they're going to be booked up. They're booking up crazy. And this is why I brought them on here. It's like, I'm, I'm more or less pushing this because of how confident I am. And first off, these amazing guys, as I said, friends, brothers, and just visionaries that make dreams into reality. And you're talking about forty of these, and Kabaloom. We're gonna have all the information in the show notes to do all that. But Carlos, I want to make sure that you finished your thought because I know he jumped in there. But what you're that no? was
2: it, man. That, that was, was it. it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's going to, it's going to take off. It's, it's already taken off. We have a sales team in place. You know, we're, we're putting our blood, sweat and tears into this. We're putting our passion into this. We know all of the workers on site. We know their families. I mean, 60 families were fed when we were building this place. Like they stayed on site. Like if you go to the website, you'll check out the story. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Like what we have been doing and just all the intention. And I think that's, that's the big word is like every single thing, In this project was done with intention. Everything from every dollar that we took was also done with intention. Up until this point, this is the first time we're speaking publicly about it. Every single person has been a friend or family member or someone that we've ran into. And uh, that's how we, that's how we've gotten this far. And for us to go even further, we got to grow our family.
0: Yes, I love it. I'm and I'll be the first one to say I'm so proud to be a part of this family and watching watching your boy's vision from a piece of paper and being like in my head, these boys are fucking crazy. How the hell are they gonna get this piece of paper into reality? And seeing it and seeing how beautiful it is and seeing how amazing these guys are is just just a testament to just you know being a part of people who walk the walk and talk the talk, right? I guess. So want to thank you, Carlos, Andrew. I know Brent's not here, but I really, really appreciate your time, your love and just growth and giving giving people opportunity other than just same old bullshit that just like stocks and then your mutual funds and then your little percentage back on your savings account. And I just, I just have to go on in there and just say, I really, really appreciate you guys taking time out of your crazy day to hop on to uh, the Leaders Life podcast and share with the world what's going on and what what they're missing out. And hopefully, hopefully, um, you know, if they have anything, we'll have the information on, as I said, in the show notes where you can reach out, ask questions. And uh, that's that. So thank you. Oh, wait, Andrew, you want to add something? Yeah, I was
1: just say, hey, Amar, props to you uh, as well. I think uh, for all the listeners that are on this, like and listening to the Leader's Life podcast, you you know, you just said it. It's like not oftentimes that you find people that both walk the walk, talk the talk. There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of self-proclaimed gurus out there. Um, and then you have, you know, the select few of people like Amar that are actually like uh, uh, speaking and preaching the same things that they're actually doing um, and speaking from a place of experience. Uh, and life experience and trying to give back versus just speaking about things that have ne- they've never, they don't actually have real experience in. And so it's, it's beautiful to see you giving back to other people and guests in the show, um, like I, and hosting us. And I'm sure a lot of the other incredible guests that you've had. So just thank you and uh, cheers and, and props to all, all the good that you're creating in the world as well.
0: I appreciate that, brother. Love you, man. I really, really feel that, man. And that's, what I said, it's, it's one of these situations that I wish Like people say it all the time. I wish I would have known this sooner. I wish I would have known this sooner. Now you're listening. You heard this sooner. We can lead you to water, but you have to make the choice whether or not you drink. Right, Mm -hmm. And that's that. Thank you all so much for showing up and listening. Please make sure you click on that subscribe button so you never, ever miss out and share this with your family, friends, and tribes. And if you think this is awesome, tag me at Leaders Life Podcast. You all freaking rock. Remember, why not you? Why not now? Hope all you have an amazing, amazing rest of your day.